0: I'm Deontay Burden, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari.
1: I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shay Gildas Alexander.
0: I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of CLNS Media and DailyThunder.com. With me today is my good friend, Alex Spears. Alex, what's up? What's up, Andrew?
1: Just waiting for Christmas, man. Are you excited for Christmas? Uh, I'm, I'm so psyched. I'm coming home next uh, Tuesday, yeah. Christmas Eve. Nice. And uh, I'll be home for a few days. Maybe, maybe we'll be on the fry pod. perhaps.
0: Those are the best fry pods, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so the Thunder beat the Bulls Monday night in a wild fashion. And does it make you like Chris Paul more? Just a
1: question to ask you. Well, I was never one of the haters who you need to be asking is, uh, Taylor Dickerson, Taylor two cents on Twitter. He, he's the one who was lumping him in there with DeMar DeRozan and other jokers like that, you know, but, uh, you know, he was great. And it's, it's really been amazing watching Chris Paul over these, like from October to November to December. Yeah. Because it it feels like the guy who's playing right now is like still an all star in this league, yeah. Um, which was not how we felt at the beginning of the year. He's been very and, good. Uh, yeah, he, he's been awesome. It's it's been wild. It's kind of what I expected to be honest at the beginning of the season, and he's he's finally doing it. Hmm. Yeah, and you know it's
0: they play the the Grizzlies and the Suns, you know, to end this week and this team has a chance to be 500, uh, you know, by, by Christmas, which is sort of crazy. Whenever we looked at the schedule before the season, it didn't seem like that was possible. And, you know, here they are. And it's, some of it is other teams and some of it is the thunder uh, playing well and playing cohesively. And, you know, I think a lot of the credit goes to Chris Paul and a lot of the credit goes to Billy. And I had, I was rocking my one-year-old baby last night and just asked for questions on Twitter, and I had a couple of people ask me about Billy. Like, what, like, what do we think about Billy Donovan? Um, and do you think that he would get an extension, or do you think they'll keep him around? I think it's way too early to really ask that question, but let's do a hypothetical. If the season ended today, would the Thunder resign Billy Donovan? Do you think that he will come back next year, basically? As of today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I would say yes, only because we haven't heard of another obvious candidate. Um, I I feel like if they had a plan, it would have, I mean, maybe it wouldn't have leaked by now, but they're they're not going to fire him or or I guess it wouldn't be firing him. They just wouldn't resign him. Mm -hmm. They're not going to do that unless they have someone like lined up, ready to go. Right. And so, Unless that person's been identified already, which I would assume it has because that's how Presti usually works. He Mm -hmm. identified Billy Donovan years in advance um, and we haven't really heard anything. So for right now, I would say, yeah, it's probably more likely that Billy sticks around.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I think that he's done a good job. And I think that he's a guy that if you're wanting to develop players, which they are, that he's a really good teacher of younger players. So I think that, you know, he may not be a, I don't know if he's a championship level coach or really really even what that means because Ty Lu won a championship in this league and is now an assistant coach. So really, what exactly does that mean? Uh, but I think that he's a good coach to transition this era at, at the very least. And maybe he grows into more. I think he's a very good coach. Is he a guy that's going to be able to, manage egos and do things like that. I I don't know because I think that some would question how he did uh, with those other teams, but yeah, no, I I think that's fair with this iteration. I think that he's, he's a good fit and he has a good temperament. And I think that he understands like the, the teachable moments for guys like Shay.
1: I was just looking at the, you know, basketball reference has their own playoff predictor. Yeah. Did you know that the Thunder, according to basketball reference, 71.4% chance of making the playoffs? Wow. Yeah, that's, and, that's wild. And more wild, there are seven teams in the Western Conference who still have at least some percentage point to win the championship. <laughs> and the Thunder still have a 0.1% chance. Wow. They're I- one of the seven.
0: There is a chance. There's literally... A chance, the Thunder could win the title. God, that would be the dumbest thing. There's just no, no, no way possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're currently projected for forty and forty-two.
0: Okay,
1: um, as as a seventh seed, which just kind of goes to show you how down the Western Conference. I mean, one of these teams below us you th- you would think is going to make a run either because of a trade or just because their schedule is going to lighten up. I mean, we've seen it in the past with, like, the Jazz have been terrible in the first half of the season, and Mm -hmm. then they go on crazy runs. I don't know who that team's going to be because I'm getting, like, less and less uh, confidence in the Spurs. I almost feel like I'm ready to write off the Spurs. I know. The Spurs
0: have been bad, and I guess the team is the Blazers, right? Like, do you think the Blazers, what's, what's the feel in Portland on what the Blazers
1: situation is? I don't know because they're not, re- they're just kind of hanging around. Yeah. They're not making a push at all. I mean, everyone's, I think just waiting for the trade. Everyone yeah. just wants to know what's going to happen. Cause I do think their fan base is split right now. They have half of their fan base that if you, if you go like on any of their like Reddit game threads or anything or on Blazers edge, there's always people talking about tanking. So they're dealing with that as well, which I think is crazy. It's like you—you you basically have your team. Nurkic is coming back, like, he's—he's mm-hmm. he's supposed to be coming back this season. So, like, why not? You're in the ninth seed. Like, you're gonna make the playoffs. At least I think they will, but who knows?
0: Yeah, I think they will too. And so it'll be—it'll be interesting to see because I mean, it's we've talked about the two spots. If you were to pick, who would, who's going to get the last two spots? Thunder, Kings, Blazers, Suns, T-Wolves, Spurs. you have a different answer this week?
1: I think I'm dropping the Spurs. I'm, I'm just, I'm done with them there. I think, I don't know what they're going to do. It feels like they have to make a move. You know, there was some interesting discussion about what Pop did at the end of the last game. He actually held DeRozan out. Yeah, at the end of their last game. Right. And just played their two young guys in the backcourt and people are wondering, like, is this a sign of things to come? Like, is he admitting that this team isn't that good and needs to develop these young guys and see what they got? I don't know. But you look at the other teams, I think Portland, Phoenix, Minnesota, all of them would require a trade mm-hmm. to like really solidify their playoff position. Whereas I think the Kings like, have their roster. They just got De'Aaron Fox back. I think they could make the playoffs with their current roster. I don't think they need to make any huge move or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a squeeze here at the end, uh, especially if the Thunder only trade Gallinari, and that's it. I think that it'll be pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, something else that's pretty interesting... Hey, Thunder fans, it's time to take your game to the next level with MidFirst Bank and the Thunder Rewards credit card. As the exclusive provider of the Thunder credit card, MidFirst is bringing you a chance to score big. For a limited time, you can earn a $150 bonus when you apply for the Thunder Rewards credit card and spend $1,000 in the first 90 days. Apply today at midfirst.com forward slash thunder offer and deepen your thunder pride today midfirst bank is proud to be the official bank of the oklahoma city thunder and the exclusive provider of the thunder visa credit cards debit cards and gift cards be thunder proud every time you make a purchase apply today with your thunder rewards credit card at midfirst.com forward slash and make every purchase with thunder authority so, Alex, we're going to go on to our next segment, which is a who says no trade game. So I've come up with a bunch of Thunder Trades, some that you've probably thought about before, some maybe you haven't, a, uh, a surprise hater trade there at the end. Um, these are all Thunder Trades? These are all Thunder Trades. Okay. <clears throat> So trade number one, who says no? This is a, uh, a jumbo-sized Blazers trade. So the Blazers send the Thunder, Hassan Whiteside, Kent Bazemore, Nasir Little, and a future first-round pick. Let's say 2023 first-round pick. And the Thunder send them Danilo Gallinari, Dennis Schroeder, and the expiring contract of Andre Robertson. Who says no?
1: Hmm. So they're sending us Whiteside and... And Bazemore. And Bazemore. Man. So then you'd have... (laughs) For the Blazers, you'd have Dame, CJ, Schroeder, and Anthony Simons. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) You 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 know who they miss this year? They miss Seth Curry. Yeah. They miss him a lot. They miss somebody that can consistently put up points off the bench.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's what they thought Anthony Simons would be. And he's been that to some extent, but uh, I I don't think the blazers say yes. Cause I don't know what you do with all those guards. It's not like an OKC where our three guard lineup includes at least two guys with CP three and Shay who have some are, are, are a little good at defense (laughs) and, and and Shay is at least like bigger.
0: Yeah. It's funny that uh, Shea yeah. has ended up being the worst of the three on defense this year, though.
1: I know. Uh, yeah. But at least he is bigger. I mean, if you're throwing, like, Schroeder on, th- on a wing, yeah, I guess that's what you would do. They've done do that, and scenario. the Thunder have done that
0: this year. and had, Yeah. I mean, obviously not crazy success, but <laughs> it's something that, that they've done. I know. Their, their wing <laughs> situation is just kind of screwed no matter what in Portland right now.
1: And, and, it is. and
0: you can't really, there's not a lot of wings out there that you can just trade for.
1: Right. No, I, I definitely, uh, I mean, they're still one of the greatest fits for Gallo. Cause I do like the Gallo NERC fit. Um, but I, I, don't think they would want to expand that. Why are you wanting to expand it? Cause it's not like we're getting back. I guess you're getting off a, a year off of Schroeder.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it just offers flexibility. You get a pick and you get Nasir Little just to see
1: what he is. Oh. You know, if anything. They do like Nasir up here. Do
0: they? What do they think of him? What do, why do they like him?
1: Uh, I would say people are more excited about him than Anthony. Oh, really? At least, like, yeah, I, I think it's just because he's playing a position of such need and he just has a lot of energy and. They weren't expecting anything from him this mm-hmm. season, and because of their roster construction, he's kind of been forced into playing time, and he hasn't been terrible. <laughs> so I think for that reason alone, <laughs>
0: uh, what if the Blazers dealt Kent Bazemore and a like protected first round pick for Andre Iguodala? Uh
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that would be pretty smart. Do you think that Memphis is going to be able to trade him? I don't know. I really don't
0: know. Because, I mean, he's a, he's a contender fit guy. You know, that's, that's the kind of team he's going to play hard for. I mean, the Blazers, right. I mean, maybe just it's like, hey, you can start and play 30 minutes a night,
1: you know. Does he want that? I don't know. <laughs> I have he, no idea. A guy much? like
0: Wes Matthews wanted that. I don't know if he wants that. I have no idea.
1: Right. And no if he does make it, if they aren't able to trade him and he eventually is bought out, it would be kind of fun to see him not go to Houston. Cause, yeah. Because we would we would all be worried about it, but I think he would end up going to L.A., don't you think?
0: Yes, I think he's going to the Lakers would be my guess.
1: Yeah. But, no, I, I think that, honestly, if they could trade Bazemore plus a pick for Iguodala and then Whiteside plus a pick for Gallo. Yeah. They'd right. be done.
0: They'd, that would be a nice team. Willard McCollum, Iguadala, Gallinari. Is Nurkic and coming gr- back soon?
1: Uh, I think I remember like January or, or February. I can check real quick. Um, cause, and the, the other good thing about that, as opposed to trading someone for someone like Kevin Love, is that both of those deals end this summer. So if you want to yep. just completely redo the roster again, you can. Yep.
0: It provides you with a better, in. Yep, better team and flexibility at the end, which is what oh, you man. want. I think,
1: I think we just solved the Blazers.
0: I think we just fixed the Blazers. Okay, next trade. Uh, Gorgie Jang and a first-round pick for Dennis Schroeder.
1: Who says no? Okay. So I know that Zach Lowe said that Gorgie Jang. Okay, this says uh, real quick, December 16th <laughs> from The Athletic. This is not going to be very exciting. Yusuf Nurkic says he is about 60% in his recovery. Okay. The all-star break is his target date for return. Okay. So maybe we're thinking more like if they can make it to the playoffs, he would be playing in the playoffs. But Mm -hmm. um Okay, Gorgie Dang, Gorgie Jang and a first for Dennis Schroeder. Zach Lowe said that the Minnesota Timberwolves might be a landing spot for Schroeder. And we're assuming that's as a, somebody said that Jeff Teague isn't starting. Is that true already? He's been
0: in and out of the starting lineup. Yes. Okay. For Jared Culver, who's not a point guard.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was uh, somebody mentioned, cause I have not watched many Timberwolves this game. And of course the one game I did watch was when Jeff Teague went crazy on us. Yeah. And I don't even remember if he started or not in that game. Um, yeah I would, I would probably do that if I was Minnesota. I guess. Man, it's weird. It's, I, I still feel weird about valuing Dennis Schroeder like this. I know And I know he's been good. I've watched it with my own eyes. Yeah. I mean, but I
0: couldn't I still you also still just say weird. it as like, devaluing Gorgie Jang this much?
1: <laughs> I guess, but isn't he an, he's an expiring? He's done.
0: He's got two. I thought he had two left. Two years left.
1: Oh, really? Oh, well. If that's the case, then yeah, I, I kind of understand it. Then
0: yeah, yeah. They started Jarrett Culver in the last in their last game against the the Clippers, and Jeff Teague came off the bench.
1: Huh. well, you know they've lost seven in a row. I know.
0: They're they're struggling, and <clears throat> remember all the confidence coming from the Timberwolves at the beginning of the season.
1: I know, that. they got off to a great start. They've been stuck on 10 wins for like two weeks now. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so he is he has paid 16 this year and 17 next year, Gorgie. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so I actually do think that that would be a fair trade because mm-hmm. you are basically getting a player that you can actually use. It's, a, it's the same, like roughly the same amount of money, same amount of years. But he's actually going to be able to contribute, so you have to give a pick for that. Mm-hmm. Now, we when we say picks, what are you what are you thinking, Andrew?
0: I mean, I think that you just start by asking for a pick that's 2022 through 2025 and you know and just say unprotected way in the future. Don't even worry about it. Don't even think about it.
1: And, and they say, "No, I'll give you a lottery protected 2020 pick." Uh no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you really wouldn't do that?
0: A lottery I protected? To it. They're gonna be in yeah. the they're gonna be in the lottery. So why do you want that?
1: Well it's it's gonna go on and do things in the future. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna <laughs> if disappear. It, if, it doesn't
0: turn, if it turns into two seconds in twenty twenty one, I'm I'm out. Get out get out of my face.
1: Okay, what if it was top eight
0: protective this year? Yeah, that's a little bit more. We're interesting.
1: talking about Dennis Schroeder. I know. I know that you think he's. He's been a good. He's been helpful. Guard.
0: He's way better than what they have going on.
1: <laughs> I know that, but I don't know. And we're taking I, I feel on like Gorgie
0: should... Jang, who's $17 million of a backup center next year. What if we yeah. gave them Dennis Schroeder and Nerlens Noel?
1: For a better pick in this scenario,
0: yeah, for for Gorgi,
1: Gorgi, 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 yeah, I I would do it if if you can significantly improve the pick value coming back. Yeah, then you say
0: you don't get a a better backup center who fits, is going to play better defense, and is going to help you, and he's cheap and he's
1: expiring. Yeah, I think that that would work because the other thing is with the Timberwolves. Do you think they're they're a candidate for tanking, meaning like blowing this up, like trading and through towns? Do you think that oh. is a possibility at no, all? No, no, like no, in the no, next no, no, one no. to two years? No, 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 no. no. I don't. I do don't
0: Not think at so. all. No. You're going to towns? Yeah. I don't think so, dude. I think you can still tank with towns. I think they've proven that. <laughs> Look at the roster Best around him. Of- it's so bad, man. It's so 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 bad. If i no, I know. I mean, I would trade Covington, and I would trade try to why? Trade why would you trade Covington? That is a tank move. Like if you're in a tank, that's a tank move.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, then, but I, I haven't just- understood why. Like. Covington is on everyone's wish list when you read all these trade articles. Yeah. And, and I can't figure out why the Timberwolves would do that.
0: If you can get Any a good trade. asset for him, I would. I mean, if I'm them, I'm trying to find a landing spot for Andrew Wiggins, if possible. I'd trade Robert Covington. Towns is under contract for a long time. For the next two years, I'm just like, okay, listen, Carl. Listen, we're, Carl. We're going to go try to get you some help. But it's it's gonna there's gonna be some painful times. You can shoot it as many times as you want. We don't care. Just rack up some stats and then we're gonna try to get you some help. Cause no, no one no one's coming to Minnesota. And they've already shown that, that short term type of trade for a guy like Jimmy Butler, no no. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good for your team. So if you I'm should, them, that's if what the I think. The
1: Blazers do. would ever trade for Wiggins?
0: I mean, they're pretty desperate, right?
1: Yeah. That's interesting. And they have... It, would, the exp- it probably wouldn't cost them a ton.
0: I think it might. But you could do white side... White side for Wiggins. You could do Whiteside, Anthony Simons, and a first-round pick for Andrew Wiggins. Is that way too much?
1: Uh, maybe if if it's like a lottery protected first that, you know, like one of those boring first.
0: What about top five protected first pick in 2023?
1: For Wiggins? Why are we doing this? I I thought he was a toxic asset. I
0: don't know that he's I don't know that that's how the Timberwolves view him. Yeah, they talk so favorably about him in the VOP season, so I don't know. Hmm. I don't know that we can solve that one. All right, next trade. Next Thunder trade. The Atlanta Hawks send the Thunder Chandler Parsons and a top five protected 2022 first round pick. And the Thunder send the Atlanta Hawks Stephen Adams. Okay.
1: The Hawks are bad. They're super bad. By the way. I've heard. And, and I feel like I was tricked by them because they had a pretty nice little end of the season last year they did and I guess I thought that they were just going to be like kind of a middle of the road 35 win team or something you know I thought they're going to be spunky mm-hmm. and and they haven't been they've been terrible <laughs> they have six wins they're just as bad as the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. basically I mm-hmm. think the Golden State Warriors have uh, five wins Yep. So what are they doing? Are they, is this part of the process for them? Tanking? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, I guess. Like when when does it, when are they not tanking? I don't know. I guess it's only been two, three years. Yeah. Has it
0: been three years? Wow. I guess when you get Stevo, you can be done tanking.
1: Yeah, so that's that's my question. It's like, why trade for Steven Adams now? You're not making the playoffs this year. He's an expiring contract next year. I don't know. What's what's the point? Uh, culture center. I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, I, I think he, with Trey, would be awesome. I think that he's the type of guy that you probably want with Trey Young that can roll to the basket and make good passes and um, – set just crazy screens for a guy that just needs a small window to get open. Uh, I think he'd be awesome. And this is your chance to use like the Chandler Parsons expiring for some good.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think they should do that if they're able. Um, but wouldn't, wouldn't you want to like wait till uh, John Collins is back and, and plays a little bit more just to make sure you want him like, do you really want him next to a, a full-time center? We haven't really gotten to see him that much. John Collins can shoot it. I don't know. Why not? I know, but he's only, he's only played five games. He yeah. only played 60 games last year. I just don't feel like he's gotten a lot of time with Trey to see like what, what they're going to be, what, what they want to build around.
0: Yeah. I think Collins is good. I think he plays the four, though. So I'm just not, I don't know. I'm not concerned about that. You know John Collins is uh, his nickname is the
1: Baptist. The Baptist, yes. <laughs> That's what it says on Basketball Reference. For real. Um. Yeah, I I don't understand the Stephen Adams to the Hawks thing. Okay. Uh, I think. And, and if I were them, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't give up that good of a pick.
0: Okay. It's a good pick,
1: Stephen Adams. It is. It's a great pick. Also, Stephen Adams, good player. Just throwing that out. He there. is. He's very good. I would love to see him on a contending team, which may be us, 0.1% chance. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, next trade. Three-team trade. The Thunder get Hassan Whiteside. The Portland Trailblazers get Gordon Hayward. And the Boston Celtics get Stephen Adams. And the uh. Thunder receive a first-rounder from the Portland Trailblazers and a highly protected first-round pick from the Boston Celtics in the future. Who says no?
1: Wait, we're getting two picks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Why is Boston having to give up a pick? Uh, just because I want picks is why. Okay, well, you have to take that one away. I could see us getting one pick. So I mean, a, Whiteside I mean, to Hay- Hayward is a very nice upgrade, assuming he's back and healthy and everything. Yeah. That's that's definitely worth a pick. Hayward for Adams, like, if anything, I don't know. Maybe that's an equal trade, but I think you could argue that that's a downgrade just in terms of overall talent.
0: Potentially. Pot- potentially.
1: Yeah, I think that you know, we've talked through this.
0: I think that you'd rather have... Gordon Hayward. Uh, if you're Boston, but also the big man situation, when you, I mean, they've they're they're kind of all in right now, and they've already got two really good wings and Brown and Tatum who have shown a lot this year. And yeah. if you're going to compete with a team like Philly, who came into Boston and beat them the other night, I mean, it's we we know it's really difficult with a guy like Enes Kanter as your best big. And so you reunite the Stash brothers. Oh, I didn't think about that. You reunite that combination where you can play them together some against bigger teams like the Al Horfords and Embiid's of the world. And I think you give yourself a better shot. And you give the better wing minutes, the more wing minutes to Brown and Tatum who are really your future.
1: And you still have Smart who's basically a wing. I mean, guard any position too. I, I, don't, I don't hate that one. I, I kind of like that, actually. And for Portland, I mean, Hayward just slots in so perfectly.
0: Oh, he'd be great for them. He's, he's, this yeah. is a part of solving the Portland puzzle here. I feel wow. like because you live would, there, we He have would
1: to. be beloved here. Hey, okay, buddy. Yeah, we
0: really, he really would be great for them.
1: Yeah. It's a so, great situation so I like him. that one probably the most of anything you've suggested, but okay. I think we would probably only get one pick back.
0: Ah, it just hurts because, I mean, losing Steven Adams, you're just losing so much more. You're losing a guy who said that he was going to crap his pants at the free throw line at the end of the game, you know? And you
1: think that in and of itself deserves a second pick? Yes. Yes.
0: How mm. much would the Boston fans love Steven Adams? Hard-nosed guy.
1: Hilarious. Oh, I, he would uh, be Bill c- Simmons dude. would do, like, 20 minutes on him.
0: Oh, yeah. He would, he would say, you know, I loved Al Horford. But this guy, I think he's better. I think he's better than Al Horford. <laughs> Can't you hear him saying
1: that? He's good. he would say that for sure. Yeah, he would. No, that, that that I really like that. It's all just a question of whether Boston is willing to give a payword, which we really haven't heard any good intel on that one way or the other. Yeah, I feel like it's. I've heard both sides. Yeah, from several different reporters. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay, next trade to the Milwaukee Bucks. The Thunder receive Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and Irsan Ilyasova. And the Thunder get back, or the Milwaukee Bucks get back, Danilo Gallinari and Dennis Schroeder. And the Thunder get a a first-round pick for their time.
1: Oh, I don't know if I want all those contracts. I'm being honest. Can I be honest? You can be honest. I don't. <laughs> but that's I part, don't want.
0: That's a part of like stuff. the uh, like. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, it's. I mean, the Thunder are willing to take on money in order to get picks in return. Yeah, that's.
1: It's just a long deal.
0: <laughs> it is a long deal. It is. What if they give you two firsts?
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, I don't think they're dumb enough to give up like a decent first without knowing what's going on with Giannis.
0: They should not
1: do that. So I don't I don't think they would give you a decent pick. Yeah, Bledsoe, three more years after this one. Even yeah. George Hill, two more years. It's a lot. After this. It's a lot. I would love to see Urson again. Bring
0: back Ersan, who's got a year after this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, so the 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 Bledsoe and Schroeder deals are very similar, but it's an, a little bit more in an extra year. Yeah, George Shill is only an two, two years. years. I guess that doesn't right? really matter in the grand scheme of things. I just don't. So basically you're paying or you're getting a first for taking on that last $19 million year for Bledsoe. I don't think that's worth it. Unless it's like an amazing first. You think you could flip Bledsoe again? That's what I was. That's what I don't know. I don't. Know I mean, either. yes, you. Yeah, you can. But can you flip them for value? I don't know. I'll tell you this. I hate this trade
0: with all of my soul because that locks. Well, good.
1: Th- why'd you? Why'd you even say I it to me
0: then? No, I'm just trying to think about the Bucks a little bit. What they could do to improve. Because if they had Gallinari, yeah. that would be it'd be huge for them.
1: Huge. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like a supercharged version of them having Miritich.
0: Yeah. He's like what they thought they were getting in Miritich. Yeah. Uh, Okay, next trade. Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers? Receive Dennis Schroeder and Nerlens Noel. And the Thunder get back. Hey, guys. My guys just keep busting in the door. Okay, see you later. Um, okay, Dennis Schroeder and New to the Lakers. And the Lakers send the Thunder, KCP, JaVale McGee, and DeMarcus Cousins, plus a first-round pick.
1: <laughs> when? I don't when know. When is his first?
0: Just in 2030. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, honestly, I don't know if they have one when it, available yeah. to trade. Let's see.
0: I mean, how far out can you try to pick? Do you know that rule?
1: Um, is it seven years? I think that's right. Um, so this one would require KCP waiving his his thing, right?
0: There's no trade.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Huh. Does he have a no trade? He's got to your contract.
1: Uh, I thought he did. I don't know. Yeah, so it's seven years in advance.
0: Okay. They have. They surely they have not traded all of them.
1: I. They, it's not that they haven't traded all of them, but all of them are accounted for in some way. In the step with the Stevian role. Yeah, because remember, I was telling you about that one pick where it's like the Pelicans can choose to do it either in 2024 or 2025. Yeah. Which basically locks up both of those picks, even though one of them. So they've already traded their 2021, their 2023, and their 2024, which could be their 2025, which means you can't trade until their 2027. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. Is that that seven years or is that eight years?
0: Uh, It'll be seven years.
1: (laughs) No, I'm not doing this trade. 2026 is open. No, but it's right next to 2025, which remember that they pick, own it, right? No, they don't. They they're gonna give up either their 2024 or their 2025 to mm-hmm. New Orleans, but we don't know which one yet. Okay. So you could say two years after their last pick to New Orleans. I
0: would love to own a Lakers 2027 pick. Because it's just for Schroeder, man. It's just for Schroeder. Give me the 2027 Lakers first round pick unprotected. That's so far out. Oh, I would love that. I would be so
1: excited about that. For what? What do you mean for what? What are you excited about? That's so far away. How old are you right now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'd be in our 40s podcasting and be so. I
1: would be 40 years old. So pumped. So pumped. About this Lakers pick could be anything hanging out with my 40 year old friends talking about a pick it could be anything you will be you will be don't don't no, don't you no. look down on me i'm gonna be mature by do, that age
0: do not look down on me sports are a child's affair <laughs> i cannot wait to talk about this lakers 2027 pick with you <laughs> also i can't wait to talk to you about the mule in edmund uh, I've been and it's amazing because it's just like the Mule in the Plaza. Uh, they serve delicious sandwiches. They're grilled. These are this is a grill. If you don't know about the Mule, one you probably don't live in OKC because everyone in OKC knows about the Mule. Uh, delicious gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches in the heart of downtown Edmond. The restaurant itself is beautiful. It's got. Great seating. If you're if you're looking for some place to watch the game tonight, they have a great bar with TVs in there. They've got really you could see a TV from anywhere you sit in the Mule and Edmonds. So go check it out. Go grab a sandwich. Go grab a BCLT or the the Macaroni Pony. Uh, just great sandwiches. Their French fries are awesome. Their onion rings are awesome. They always have a great seasonal side that's very fresh. So I always ask for that, uh, and it's always good. So go check out the Mule in Edmond. Their address is 16 South Broadway. Yes. <laughs> and um, they're they're open, and it's great. So support the people that support Down to Dunk, and go check out the Mule in Edmond. All right, next fake trade. <coughs> the Thunderson, Chris Paul to the Dallas Mavericks for Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee in a first-round pick. Let me look and see what their pick status is.
1: Man, if you could pull that off.
0: Oh, their their pick status is all messed up, too. I know. That's what, what are you trying to, to do? I'm hoping that we can get another 2027 pick. No, after, Andrew. After <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know what the... I'm looking at their pick status right it's now.
1: It's right here. So they've already traded their 2021 and 2023. But that 2023 could Mm -hmm. potentially go out to 2025. So you can't trade anything until 2027. No, we're not doing that.
0: Yes,
1: (laughs) No. First of all, that's not even that exciting. That would be like when Luka's 28 right in his prime. Big whoop.
0: Yeah, that one's less exciting than the Lakers one. Because the Lakers could be the worst team in the league in 2027. I don't think the Mavs will be.
1: Yeah, no, I I like the idea of CP3 short term for the Mavs. I mean, I like him, honestly, at this point for any team because he's just been so good. Uh, He's been,
0: yeah, I mean, what would that do to the Mavs? What would that make the Mavs this year, you think? I
1: think they get to the the Mavs. I mean, if you play, that would make make the Mavs. (laughs) They would probably solidify home court advantage. I would say they'd be a top four seed. Yeah. Lock it in.
0: What about the playoffs? In a what Mavs Houston? Oh, ooh, I would love that. Who would
1: you pick? In a Mavs Houston oh, matchup, Mavs Houston. that is a that is a coin flip for me, sir. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that it would have,
0: be a doozy. It would be awesome. And you have the CP3 awesome. against the Rockets. Yes. King. You have the Russ versus CP3. You have the Texas. The you Texas got Tillman rivalry. versus
1: Cubes.
0: Oh, the Tillman versus Cubes press conferences would be unreal. We've got to make this happen. You know what? Take away the pick. I'm doing it straight up. Let's go. Come
1: straight on. Straight up. Cool. Would you do that you straight up, did anyways? It. Would I do it straight up? Mm hmm. Just um, you get off.
0: You get off of a year of Chris Paul. Accordingly, expires. Tim Hardaway Jr. is an expiring contract next year.
1: You get off two years of Chris Paul. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, like I you do like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you free up some space for next season, which you know they're not going to sign a free agent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But going into the twenty twenty one free agency. It would be nice to be one of those teams with space because we know that there will be some team that is trying to clear space for that free agency because it's going to be a lot better than this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd i probably do it, honestly. Honestly.
0: That's... And no just, lie. just the thought that you could possibly get a Mavs-Rockets first-round <laughs> series would
1: just be incredible. Can't we believe we just talked ourselves into giving back the pick no one even asked for it we just volunteered it once we started thinking about a possible playoff scenario involving two teams that are not us
0: oh man that's awesome
1: that was bad negotiation
0: that was bad but that would be so exciting and i think the mavs would win
1: uh yeah i <laughs> i'm I don't know what to think of Houston, and I will not know what to think of them until the playoffs.
0: Oh, I know what to think of them. I know Already? Exactly. Oh, I know exactly what to think of them. Yes. Man. I know exactly what to think of them. Uh, okay, next, next fake trade. The Utah Jazz and the OKC Thunder. The, Thun, mm. the, the Utah Jazz receive Chris Paul, Nerlens Noel, and Deontay Burton. And the Thunder get back. Mike Conley and Dante Exum.
1: Now, why did you have to go and make this more complicated by throwing Exxon in there? Just want to see your feelings on Exxon. I have no feelings. Uninterested. You're not interested. See you later. You think he stinks? Uh, yeah. I, I'm just like, why did you expand this from just CP3, like a straight up swap?
0: Um, CP3. I don't know, just because I don't know that. I just don't know what the Thunder, if, if you could get a pick in this kind of deal
1: oh yeah well there's another team that doesn't have any picks i think um you can get a 2023 pick from them i think uh you cannot because that pick you got to tell me how this works so that 2020 pick that they sent to memphis Mm -hmm. has protections as far out as 2024 so I think you have to say, like, we'll give you a pick two years after whenever the one to Memphis conveys. Which could be any point between 2022 or 2026.
0: You can trade the other, the other part of the protection, though. Oh. Uh, in a particular year.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because, I mean, right now it's protected 15 through 30 this year, which is when it will probably land. If they just traded their 2020 pick...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't wait. Why are they doing this?
0: The, the I, Jazz,
1: I agree. No, the Jazz, yeah.
0: I mean, it's a just I don't think they would do it, first of all. I don't think that they even consider this. But Chris Paul for Mike Conley is a massive upgrade, and you're already locked into your team. Like, this is your team, this is who you right. got.
1: And I just don't think they would have to give a pick.
0: Mike Conley got hurt again. That's why okay, I did. That's I why. That's why I brought in Dante Axum. because, like, okay, oh. we don't want to give up a pick, but if we could get
1: oh, what, what an asset he is,
0: <laughs> I know. I don't know. I mean, I he hasn't had enough court time to even know what he is.
1: Wait, it's, he's been in the league like six years. I know, but How didn't...
0: long has he been in the league? He hasn't played though. He had not played, he's... and and that's probably. I mean, that's the part of the huge problem is that he just he hasn't played and. He hasn't played well. So, and he's a lot of money. But he is a lot of money. <laughs> he is. Uh, but you get off a year of your Chris Paul's deal. You still have this wily vet coming in to mentor your young guys. I mean,
1: that's really the deal, right? He was taken in the same draft as like Embiid. Uh, mm hmm. So long ago. That was peak process. I know. Sixers. I know. Man, how old is he now? Is he like 24? He's probably still young. Yes, he is. He is 24.
0: Yeah, he's the same age I as mean, Brandon I mean, I guess.
1: <laughs> he's Brandon Clark's age, finally. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like the idea for the Jazz to get in CP3. It, yeah. it, it, you're committing to an extra year. Because Conley still goes through next season. So it's not like a huge deal. It's
0: not a huge deal. It's a huge, that's a huge upgrade in so many ways.
1: Huge. It is, especially watching their offense this year, which in the past has been this like, you know, the beautiful game, you know, basketball is jazz. I know. (laughs) Um, But it's kind of fallen off this year, and he would be a very good steadying force for that roster. He would be.
0: All right, one more one more Thunder trade I'm going to pull up. One
1: more. And the, then, best one. Yeah, the best one. Yep, the best. No,
0: this is not the best. Okay, Tyler Johnson for Danilo Gallinari. Phoenix Suns, OKC Thunder. And the Thunder get a first-round pick. I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Oh, man, the Suns are messy, too. Okay, they're not too messy. Okay, 2023, first uh, top five protected pick in
1: 2023 jeez i i mean they should not do that obviously i would do it it's great
0: that's a great that would be a great deal and i feel like phoenix is a team primed to make a trade like this it's like oh that's far enough out we're gonna be awesome in 2023 it's gonna be like the 28th pick it's james jones baby
1: I think that he's that's, like souped up Sarich.
0: He is. Yeah. I mean, you just, I mean, they would have a ton of shooting.
1: It'd be great. Yeah. No, I, I, I would do basically anything uh, with Phoenix in terms of their picks. Cause they don't have any first round picks going out. So you have a lot of options. Yeah. So I, I do think they're a good candidate, at least com- like compared to the Lakers and the Mavs who are going to be giving us, picks when we're dead (laughs) i would much prefer the phoenix suns
0: i'm still i still would be super jack for the 2027 lakers first round pick
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can't stop thinking about
0: it to be honest
1: i'm trying to remember what was that one uh it was it was yarich remember yarich marco yarich yes 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 and and there was that pick and i feel like that pick went on for like eight years (laughs) yeah (laughs) it wasn't originally traded in that be so exciting and it's for it's for schroeder man it's for schroeder man the
0: one earlier that was trying to convince me that Schroeder's not any good
1: i'm not trying to convince you that schroeder's not any good i recognize that he has been better this year even if the stats do not show it that much but i still think teams will be looking back at his history and be like, oh, are we really going to give up a first round pick for Dennis Schroeder? Do we really have to do that? <laughs> oh, this is crazy. <laughs> Listen to this. August 12th, 2005, Marco Yarrich traded by the Los Angeles Clippers with Lionel Chalmers. Is that Mario Chalmers? No. Dad or brother? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> Dad, it's only 2005. <laughs> Chalmers was in the league.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Traded by the Los Angeles Clippers with Lionel Chalmers to the Minnesota Timberwolves for Sam Cassell, and a 2012 first-round pick, Austin Rivers, was later selected. <laughs> That's what we would be. I mean, it'd be fun for that reason. Oh, I'd be so excited. I would be so pumped.
0: Uh, okay, last trade. It's a hater trade. Marcus Morris, Todd Gibson, Wayne Ellington, and Frank Uh huh.
1: For Russell Westbrook. Oh gosh, no! He would never who, do that. Who says no? Houston, this is a nasty trade.
0: Who th- does it? Does it make the Rockets better or worse? Just a question.
1: Worse. Are you sure? These are easy answers. Give are me sure? more. <laughs> give me more questions. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. All those guys. You Taj Gibson. He's your big savior for Houston, Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, Marcus biggest Morris ball good. stopper.
0: He's good. He's legitimately good. Wayne Ellington, good shooter. Frank Ntilikina, future future franchise
1: star. Right. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Listen, if Maury was pressured into the Westbrook trade in the first place mm-hmm. by oh, James I know. Harden, I know they wouldn't actually do it. I know. I know. And I know. you saw how you saw how nice their hug was after their big comeback against the Spurs. Did you see that picture? I did. I did. Russ uh, was smiling and then on the the flip side, it looked like
0: Harden was crying. Harden had clenched fists. He was so thankful for Russ. Uh did you know Russell Westbrook has a has a minus
1: 11.4 on off-net rating. Uh we don't I don't believe in the stats. I'm just I just <laughs> trust what my eyes. You know he has 3 more years after this. He has, is it really only three?
0: After this year, three years. Oh,
1: it's not too
0: bad. <laughs> it's one more year than the Chris Paul deal, which you were earlier like. We get off of a year of the you, Chris uh, Paul deal.
1: Well, Three years! When you start, three! When you start comparing contracts and they only differ by a year, it's like, ah, it's one more year. Big deal. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge deal. Now, just, if you compare, like, Westbrook to Mike Conley... Now that that's an extra two years. Wow. That's something. So
0: do you think Daryl Morey will, will is going to be in Houston in two years?
1: No, I don't think he's going to be there this summer prediction. Lock it in, lock it in. And that to me, that that that? makes to me. Did you see that quote?
0: No. What's the quote?
1: Wosh's quote the Wosh quote
0: about this being
1: a, what did he say? I'll tell you it right on now. The Woj
0: show.
1: This era of Rockets basketball is at stake with this season, which is weird because they just traded for three years of Russell Westbrook, as we just said. Yeah. This era really isn't at stake. They have three more years of this. These, I don't know. They'll probably still be good. So it's just weird that Woj would say it like that, which mm-hmm. makes me think it's about Maury. Yeah, it could I be. think if they, I think if they don't win, I actually I will say I don't think if they if they don't make the finals, I think Morey is gone one he, way or the other. Then he's gone. Either, then he's either gone. he leaves, and if you're the Knicks, like stop wasting your time with Masai. He's not going to come. He's not coming to New York. But yeah. what if you could get Daryl Morey? Huh? That would be something.
0: That would be something. I mean, he.
1: Daryl Morey has, for as good of a GM as he is, he's never gotten to experience an owner who's just willing to spend money. He's yep. always been strapped by his owners. So,
0: <laughs> question. Does Morey want to go from Tillman to Dolan?
1: Yes, because at least Dolan lets you spend money. Dolan's-, Dolan's willing to go into the tax all day, every day. Whereas Tillman's, he's over there pinching his little pennies, you know? <laughs> Making him give up a first-round pick for Amon Shumpert. I'm telling you to shut up and listen. Yeah, James Dolan makes you give up a first-round pick for star Andrea Bargnani. That's right.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a bad situation. So, no,
1: I, I mean, he wouldn't. But you know it would be? If, if Maury legitimately became a free agent, I would bet that a team with a current GM who everyone thinks they're happy with would be dropped like the day after. Yeah, maybe so. It, if if they could get a commitment from Maury. Yeah. Tillman's an idiot if he lets Maury go. And I do think he will. Oh, he's an he, idiot.
0: It's, I think that's a uh, case closed.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been trying... I'm always hesitant to directly tag Tillman Fertitta in my tweets. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. He'll see it. He will see it. That's why. Honestly, I think he probably search, he's one of those guys who probably searches for his name anyways. Yeah, that's probably true. So I, I've been trying to like once a month send out a tweet that hopefully he gets to him and just reinforces his animosity <laughs> towards Daryl Morey because in my mind <laughs> They're not going to replace Daryl Morey with someone better than Daryl Morey. No. It's not going to happen. No. No, no, Which means that the value of those picks that we got in the Westbrook trade are going to go up. That's right. So this is some uh, sabotage, some subterfuge by me. (laughs) And I think all Thunder fans should start doing it. All you have to do is just send out a tweet where you're praising Tilma Fertitta for being a smart businessman. And then you have to suggest <laughs> that he take the reins of this team and set it straight. <laughs> and I think it, would, I think it will work. I think he's kind
0: of already doing that.
1: He is. He just needs to be pushed along further. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this. We can do this. If we can get Daryl Morey fired, that would be a victory for yeah. the Oklahoma City Thunder. It would be huge. And I think it's, unless he went to like some other team, I hate.
0: I think it's yeah, right.
1: I think it's very possible.
0: And I think, I mean, does James Harden? If let's say they lose in the second round this year, is James Harden yeah. going to be content just staying in Houston?
1: I don't know, man. Because like, where else is he going to be able to go and play like this? I don't know. If he's, I mean, in- he's kind of in a primo spot. Other than the winning championship. That's what
0: I mean. Like winning a title. Like how important do you think that is to to James Harden? Or do you think that he's just... I mean,
1: it should be the only thing that matters because he's literally done everything else. Yeah. And is incredible. His stats are... He's averaging 38.9 points per game right now. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just think if he, if he doesn't win a title, I think his legacy, he's going to go down like two different guys. One, uh, Carl Malone who like everyone recognizes was a really good player. He has a ton if like, because of his longevity, he's at the top of all the lists for like all the stats, you know, for big men. Oh yeah. But, but no one like really cares about Carl Malone in retrospect. You don't hear a lot of people like waxing poetic about the beauty of Karl Malone's game. No. And I think Harden if he doesn't win a title, which would validate a lot of his career, I think he might end up like that. Whereas everyone agrees that Karl Malone's one of the, you know, top 25, top 20 NBA players of all time and Harden would be there as well probably by the end of his career. But but no one outside of Houston like really cares. <laughs> In the same way that, like, no one outside of Utah really cares about Carl Malone. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, the other guy would be Wilt. Like, if he keeps going at this pay- pace, just, like, keep putting up all these crazy stats. Because, I mean, Wilt is just known for his stats. Now, he did win
0: he won titles. a title. Yeah.
1: He won titles, yeah. So, it's a little different, but... But I don't. When you think back on Will, people don't think of him as this like massive winner. They think of just the crazy stats he put up.
0: Mm-hmm. Who wins in a Rockets Nuggets series?
1: Who wins? And I don't like the Nuggets right now, so I, I'd probably go with the Rockets. You would. I think the Nuggets need to do something. What are they going to do? I don't know what they need to do, but they need to do something. I don't like their team. I'm, I'm telling you, I actually like for all the things that have gone wrong with the Houston Rockets this year, I still think they're in a good spot. Like they're gonna get Eric Gordon back. They're still eighteen and awesome nine. At,
0: to start the season. Who was awesome. Do what? He was awesome to start the season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost just instinctively agreed with you.
0: I know. I, I, know I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been he was horrible. I mean, he was he was the, the same. He, he was, was a- hurt or
1: something. <laughs> Listen, the only two teams I would care about if I was the Rockets are the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah. I just want to avoid them in the first round, which they should be able to do, and then see what happens. And I kind of honestly would want to avoid the Mavs next. I just don't want to mess with the match right now. So, yeah, yeah. if they play a 4-5 matchup like they are right now against the Nuggets, if the season ended today, Andrew, yep. uh, I'd probably take the Rockets. I don't like the Nugs. Get them out of here. I'd take them over the Jazz in a second.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the Jazz have been a mess. They have. They've been a mess. Uh, okay, the, the Thunder play the Memphis Grizzlies tonight in OKC. Uh, interesting matchup of a team that is actually rebuilding versus a team that will be rebuilding. Uh, should be a fun game. John Morant, OKC Should be fun. So uh, enjoy that tonight. Follow Alex on Twitter at albabycakes. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Schlecht. Follow our podcast at down to dunk Leave us a five-star iTunes review if you got some time today. If you have an iPhone, it's super easy. Just click on the Purple Podcast app, search down to dunk and leave us a review. We'd appreciate that. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you guys again on Friday.